Welcome to Hashtag Love Yourself. I'm your host, Jesse Jobson, and I'm going to guide you on your personal journey towards self-love. Hi, my beautiful souls. Welcome back to Hashtag Love Yourself. Today's episode is about self-worth, and we're going to go into what self-worth is, um, the signs to see if you have low self-worth, um, things we're going to like go over the list of myths that people have attached to self-worth. And we're going to like talk about that. It's not those things. So just so you can remind yourself, my worth is not attached to anything on this list. And then we're going to go and talk about how to have healthy self-worth. So let's dive in. The first thing is what is self self? Uh, I can't even say it. Self-worth. <laughs> what is self-worth? Self-worth is the ability to believe that you are worthy. And, you know, at the basis, it's really that question um, that comes up in your mind or question or statement, I should say, the one sentence when I have to like really hone all of this information that I've learned about self-worth, it really comes back to just one statement, the statement that I am enough, right? And I think that's the one thing that we often, we, we, you know, say it in our minds without actually saying that sentence, right? But when we choose things, right, we either say I am enough for this that I want, or I am not enough for this that I don't or that I want, right? So that's where we have standards. That's where we start to, um, you know, live out our life and, you know, go for things or not go for things, right? Because we either tell ourselves that we're enough or we're not. And after doing all of my research and like really understanding the self-worth piece at like a core level, and it can go even beyond this lifetime, right? Like, but just as like a human in this earth experience, right? We are worthy because we're alive. We're worthy because we're here, right? And one thing that I love knowing is that, and I remember hearing this many years ago and it resonated with me in my heart so much, is that there are stampedes of souls trying to make it to earth in this this experience that we're living right now. And the fact that we're here, the fact that we're living out a human life is like, we're already winners. Like if you're here in your life and you got your pulse going, you already won. Like you won the lottery. You're here. You're experiencing exactly what so many souls want to experience, right? And same thing with like, if you just want to even flow that into the afterlife, like you're worthy, like one soul that's been to earth like a hundred times and one that's been a million times, like nobody is better than the other person. You're just worthy because you are, right? So our worth isn't really even attached to anything. And I'll go over all the like myths of things that people have thought that are attached to our worth, but really, truly we are worthy just for being. So everything starts from that basis. You are worthy and you are enough because you are being. And that comes into things that like what makes me think of worthiness is when I think of like, um, I don't know, like, like movies, like in movies when you see like violence or something like when you see one human being or, you know, several humans being like mean to another. Like I always, um, like in those parts of the movie, I always like close my eyes or I get really stressed out. It gets, it's like stressful for me to see people being harmful to other people physically. And it's because nobody deserves that, right? Like nobody, we're all worth the same thing. And even if like we've done things that we can deem other people wrong for, right? It's like, 
Um, I just, I could feel our, our own individual worth and I know that like we're all the same, right? And so I wouldn't want to experience those horrible things. So when I see other people acting out and, and experiencing those horrible things, it really like, it like hits a chord with me because worth is, you know, is equal among the, like among every soul, among every person. And so just know that, know that, um, it's no, nobody has more worth than another person. Right. And if, so that's a good example to know, like, you know, the, I am enough part. Well, anything that you can think of possibly, right. Like to do in this life or to dream up, or most people's dreams are not like, are not like unborn yet. Right. Like someone's probably already done it before you've, you've dreamt to do it yourself. Right. And if someone's already done it, you, you can do it. Like you are just as worthy. There's never a time that you can't. And, um, I think that those are the beliefs that stop us from feeling worthy is that, that for some reason we are not meant to, or we are not enough for whatever it is. And you can either talk yourself into that or you can talk yourself out of that. And I think that, um, the healthiest place to be is to talk yourself into, you can do anything that you want to do because you're worthy. Right. Um, and just remember that self-worth is really the foundation that is going to, um, allow to build the things like the healthy self-esteem, your self-respect, your self-confidence, self-care, and your self-love. Like you're just knowing that you're worthy. So knowing that, that you are enough on every level is what you need to build those other blocks onto, right? So let's dive into to signs um, that will show you if you have low self-worth and maybe things that you can work on. So if you can't accept a compliment, now women and girls all over the world, and even men, I'm not gonna like say it's just women, right? But girl, I know that someone's given, given you a compliment about your hair looks bomb, your outfit looks so nice, or you look so sexy today, right? And you, like at some time or another, you have like not accepted the compliment, right? Either because you don't really believe it yourself or because, no, most likely it's because you don't believe it yourself. Um, but that's, a, that's the thing is if you can't accept compliments from other people or if it makes you feel uncomfortable, right? Like even if you can say thank you for the compliment, if, if it makes you feel uncomfortable, um, it's probably a sign that you haven't really made that a that foundation of your worth, um, and it's not really at the level that it actually should be because people giving you compliments shouldn't really surprise you, right? They shouldn't if they tell you you look gorgeous today, you should probably have already known that because you're the one that woke up and put on your makeup and you're the one that like got ready, right? You see yourself every day, and I'm all I am like a big promoter of being the first person to know how amazing you are, right? And to know how beautiful you are because you're the closest person to you. Like so many people know me, right? And so many people can look at me and like, you know, beauty is actually just an opinion. Like it's just like, if you, like everybody has a different uh, like version of what pretty is. So it's not even a real thing, but like you're the one that wakes up every day and sees and, and you're the one that like knows your hearts and your intentions. And that's something that so people can't see a lot of times. It's like they can sometimes view that, right? Like if you're really transparent, but it's like deep down inside, you know how beautiful you are. You know your soul. You know what you radiate on a daily level. So if someone gives you a compliment, it should never surprise you because you should know yourself way more than anyone else. And it should just be this 
beautiful thing where you're like, oh my God, someone's actually seeing what I already know, right? Like they're getting to see that I'm being transparent in a way that they're getting to see like my beauty and like, it's not, it shouldn't be like, oh my God, they think I'm beautiful. Well, they don't think like they are acknowledging a truth, right? So that's an important one um, because people that know their worth, like know how gorgeous they are, like straight up know they're how gorgeous they are. Okay. Um, another one is a person that has low self-worth will struggle with healthy boundaries. And I know that in the past that this was a big one for me. And I think that really, like if you dust everything off and you get down to the basis of it, it's really just because you don't believe you're worthy, right? You don't believe you're worthy of your friends respecting you and spending time with you on your birthday. And you, you believe that, um, you're lucky, like, right? Like it's like a, oh, I'm lucky if they spend time with me. And that's not true. Like you are worth like having beautiful connections with people and beautiful relationships and beautiful friendships. You're worth that. Um, okay. So living in fear with what people will think about you is a big thing. So that goes back to like the, the healthy boundaries thing too. That's connected to that. It's, you know, um, if you like worry about what other people think of you, it, you're, you're placing your power with that other person, right? You're placing it above like your own personal opinion and what you actually know of yourself because you know yourself better than anyone else. So make your knowing, first off, make it beautiful. Then second, make it like your power and don't give that power away to anybody else, right? Nobody knows you. And if they can't see, if you, if they're, um, it's really their version of them that doesn't allow them to see your beauty if they can't see it, right? If they're connected to their own beauty, I'm there's never been someone that's been like super connected to themselves and like super aligned with themselves that is having a hard time seeing other people's true and on you know true honest beauty. It's when you're not connected to yourself and that you're feeling like that disconnect and that pain is that's when you like start blaming other people and start judging other people and start having like this like big, you know, um like wagging finger in their face of like you're wrong, you're wrong. It's because you're not like there's some a gap in between you that you're not close enough to yourself to to know that, you know, give grace to everyone. Give grace to where they're at. Like they're not looking at life healthy and they're being mean and just let them be, right? But I'm going to love me and I'm going to love myself. So don't worry about what other people think. You should not be giving them that power. Um, another thing is to struggle with codependency. And this is, this is kind of like, they're all like kind of like the same flavor, right? It's like codependency in relationships is just merely giving your power away to someone else and saying, they, they are, they're the reason why I'm happy. They're the reason why I'm unhappy. You know, like if they, if they can't act this specific way, then I can't be happy. Um, if they don't do this specific thing for me, fill me up in this way, I, you know, I'm just not going to survive. I'm not going to be happy about it. Right. It's like, don't do that to yourself. Like we are self-sufficient for a reason. Right. Um, that doesn't mean that we can't be in healthy relationships. And like, when you fill yourself up, like the beauty of being able to like, like, like expand that fullness and that love and just like vibrate with other people and like have that go back and forth. That's a beautiful thing, but don't expect that someone's going to come over and push your wheel so that you're vibrating constantly. Cause they're always going to get fucking tired. Like let them not, let them not be the reason why your wheel is turning. You need to turn your own wheel. You need to spend that energy yourself. Okay. Um, that is your responsibility. And I know that in our societies growing up, we always like 
we teach it backwards, right? Um, we teach that if you're a good person, you're going to do all these things for other people. And really like that's a bunch of BS. It's, it's actually unhealthy to do so much for everybody else. If, if naturally you come into circumstance where, you know, like you're vibrating at a good level and it just happens to that, you like lift other people up in, in, in moments when they need it, that's different than constantly having to lift people up, um, on a regular basis and being codependent with them. Okay. The next one is, um, regularly putting other people's needs ahead of their own. So if you're the type of person that you're not putting yourself as a priority, you are not, you're not saying I'm enough, right? Like I need to be the person that takes care of me so that I can actually go out there and give to others. Because if you don't fill yourself up, you can't pour from an empty cup, right? You have nothing to give. And let me tell you, once you start like pouring into yourself, which I've been doing for the last like six, seven months, I am starting to just like realize how like effortless like it is to fill up with other people, right? To like, to give to people. I don't, I don't need to like spend energy, like thinking about what they need and what they want. That's not my job. My job is just to fill up. And then naturally it just like me being full and me being full of life and full of my happiness. I just like radiate that to them. And that's like the biggest love and the biggest joy that they can ever experience because it's, that's like the true authentic version of like love, right? For other people is that love that just overflows from yourself. Um, another sign is depression. So if, if you're someone that falls in and out of depression, um, a lot of it is because we, I mean, there, I'm not going to like go into the whole depression, like bubble, because let me tell you, like, there's so many things with depression, right. But, um, that I can't speak on. Um, but I can say that depression does, connect to your self-worth. And a lot of times, you know, I know depression can be like a chemical imbalance and things like that, but also, um, the, the worthiness piece, right. Of knowing if you're enough, um, will all can always be the basis to help, help, um, propel you towards your happiness and your desires. Okay, the next one is fear of abandonment. So obviously, if you've lived a life of being abandoned, yes, right? Like, but that's like a normal thing to be worried and have that fear. And I get it. So I'm not talking on that aspect of it. But um, what really happens to children or even adults that um, end up with a fear of abandonment? When you're abandoned, usually as a child is usually where it starts from, um, is someone told you, Right that you, with their actions or their words, but mostly with their actions, is that you weren't enough for them. Like, you weren't enough to, you know, be able to take care of them. But that's the thing is that it wasn't really about you. Um, it was about them. And it was that they weren't feeling enough. They didn't know their worth. So since they had that gap for themselves, they couldn't focus on you because they didn't have anything to like anything full to overflow. Does that make sense? Cause you have to fill yourself up so that it can overflow to other people. And once you're full, then that overflowing is what is your love for other people, but it d doesn't exist. It's like a fabricated love. If the inside isn't full, like you're not full yourself yet. So, 
Um, so in the end, I understand that fear of abandonment is a real thing and I'm not saying it's not, but just know that if you can recognize at like that deep level that you're, you are enough, that you didn't deserve any of what happened, right? When you were a child, if we can go back and rewire that for you, then that is just the sign that, um, you know, that that is just a belief that you weren't enough and that, um, you had that experience for a reason. It was not for no reason, you know, but now you can go out there and you can do beautiful things with that awareness, right? That old belief that used to cripple you and make you fearful. You can change that, turn it into your power and know that. So your basis, I know I'm enough. So since I'm enough, now I have this like knowing of how that feels to feel like I'm not enough and I'm going to overflow my love. Like I'm going to fill myself up and I'm going to overflow it and it's going to touch all those other people and be like an inspiration for those other people that can't see their enoughness. And when they can see my enoughness for myself, they're going to know they can do it for themselves. If that makes any sense. Okay. Negative self-talk. If you're talking negative to yourself, in your head or even verbalizing it out to other people in conversations, that's a sign that you have low self-worth and you need, remember, our words create a reality, so don't do that. Um, not being aware of what you need, um, so not being connected to yourself. Um, we, you know, that's another thing that we don't teach as um, a, like a good part of our like society and culture. We really need to hone in on that, I think, um, to make a healthy the next generation be more healthy. We need to like hone in on being connected to yourself. And I think that we're getting there, right? I think that shift is occurring. I think that's why, you know, um, everything on the planet is kind of going the way it is. We're trying to like get back to that connection of self and self. And if you, when you know yourself and you know your wants and your likes and all that good stuff, like I think then you can just, I mean, obviously then it's taking the steps to get to them. Right. But you have to know yourself first and knowing that you're enough for those things that you do want and need. Um, fear of confrontation. If you have a fear of confrontation, again, you're thinking that someone else is above you and that you're not enough for what your needs and wants are. It really see, it's just coming back to the same, like I'm saying the same thing over and over again, but it's, but those are all things that are really attached to this. So just knowing you're enough for that too. Now let's kind of go over the things that people over time have said, oh, um, this is what people's worth are attached to, right? And then people believed it. They believed all the lies. And now we have to like unwind these myths because it's really not true. So things that don't de define your self-worth are your achievements. If you go out there and you do all these things, right? And you get like awards or, you know, like, or you have status or whatever, like you lived out one of your goals and that's amazing. And nobody can take that away from you. Like that's an experience that, and like, that's something that you hold as like beautiful for your life. Right. But that doesn't make your worth above or below. If you don't have those, you know, like it doesn't change that. That's like your worth stays constant. It's your basis. I am enough is like, no matter what. So if you have achievements, that might boost your health of self-esteem, right? About yourself. Cause you're like, oh, look what I achieved. Look what the journey that I did. Look, look what I did. You know, that's awesome. But it doesn't change your worth. Your worth is your basis and that never goes away. Your income or your job, right? Um, 
so I think a lot of put, people put their worth in that. And I think that that's why a lot of you'll hear, I hear this all day long on YouTubes when I'm listening to stories. Um, I hear, I went to college, I got a bachelor's or master's degree for my parents because they told me that that was part of my like worth in this family or that was like what was good, right? Or that's what I needed to do. I needed to be a doctor, you know, or whatever, right? Um, and I think pe people put a lot of worth in that, but in the end, it doesn't matter what you're doing. I don't care if you're like, honestly, I don't care if you're a bum or if you're like a millionaire, like if you're happy and if you are living out your desires and your dreams, then that's where you're meant to be. Like your job and your income, you know, don't, you know, like it doesn't match. And we've heard that like rhyme over and over and over again in like tons of movies and songs and everything in the media that says, you know, you can be rich and be unhappy, right? Or you can, you know, like, okay, like I just watched this thing on, um, on purpose uh, podcast. Um, I forget his name, Jay something. Anyways, he did one with Will Smith and Will Smith was talking about how, um, you know, he was, him and his family were like, you know, successful. I mean, he, he just kept getting more, more famous and he had like eight, um, movies in the theater at the same time. They were all blockbusters. They were all like doing so good. And, and he would come home and everybody in his family was miserable. And he would look around and he'd be like, what's wrong? Like we are winning. Why are we sad? And it was because money and fame and success, it like doesn't fix like, it's not the key to happiness. Like, and you can have those things and be happy. They're not the demise to happiness either, but, um, they're not what makes people happy. Right. And so, um, it just remember that those things are great and we want people to go out there and achieve those things, but, um, not at the cost of knowing like what is more important and your por and most important thing is like, you knowing you're enough for what makes you happy. Right. Your worth for that. Um, okay, so your childhood. If you've had a crappy childhood, that does not define your worth. Or if you had a good one. Even if you had, like, this, like, miracle family that doesn't really exist on most levels. I mean, there's some families out there that I actually have heard of. I have some friends that are like, oh, yeah, it's, like, the best childhood. Of Like, you know, like, my mom and dad never got divorced. They never fought. Like, we just had, like, this cozy home, and that's great. Awesome. I'm not talking crap about them at all. But I'm just saying, like, like everybody comes down to experience something different. Right. And so it doesn't matter if like you like were like in a super abusive childhood or like a super cozy and perfect and amazing one. The thing is, is that your childhood was purposeful to create the perfect version of you. And here you are. So just know that. Um, next your level of education. Obviously we know that you don't have to go go to college to be insanely smart. So many people have done so many things without college degrees. Um, but even if you do go to college, like, like, good, you know, that's awesome. If that's what you want to do, if you want to like expand on your knowledge and learn about, cause really, honestly, a lot of it was learning about people, learning how, what teachers want from you <laughs> and how to give that to them. But also learning content is, you know, purposeful in college too. But, um, so education doesn't define your self-worth and how other view, how others view you or treat you again, leave that in their reality, their world. Like if they don't want to look at you and view you as like, the beautiful soul that you are, that's not, it has nothing to do with you. It's really their perception because of them, of where they are in that gap between them and them. Um, comparing against others achievements. So of course, again, like 
you know, like don't compare yourself to other people because really it doesn't do you any good to to like compare because everybody's got different like views, paradigms, and everything's different for every person. So just know that. Your appearance, this is an age old thing that we go over over and over again. Women, especially ladies, stop putting your worth in your looks. You can't, you can't do it. Like it just doesn't work. Like, you know, honestly, to tell you the truth, some of the most beautiful people like, and it's just an opinion, but some of the most beautiful women in my mind aren't like those like head turners. Like they're not like the people that you would like, like when they were walking down the street, you'd be like, oh damn. Right. Um, and it would, it's great to be one of those, but I really think that um, we put too much as a society, especially emphasis on appearance instead of like who we are as people, right. And how we relate to other people, how we fill ourselves up, how we, you know, um, what we do in this world of like, you know, loving ourselves and loving other people. Um, so appearance is great, but just remember that your appearance, just because, your version of what you think is pretty, because let me tell you this on every single level, what you think and what someone else think, thinks is completely different. And like, I can look at someone like the other day, I just said, I showed one of my friends, like, I was like, Oh my God, this girl, girl is gorgeous. She looked at me. She goes, I do not think she's pretty at all. Like nothing. Like she is a nothing. And I was like, what? I was like, she's gorgeous. And she's like, no, I don't see it. So that's what I'm saying is like, beauty is like a real fake thing. Like it's not even real. It's just, like, I think, and then I think that that's why beauty is like this really cool thing is because it's like, it's so unique for everyone. And then we're just matching it up with like people like, so I want to be beautiful. Well, find, find someone that, that sees beauty the way you do. Right. And, and can see your beauty. Right. Isn't that cool? Um, cause it's not, it's not like a one thing. It's like, everybody's got their own version of what pretty is. So gravitate to what you think is pretty. There you go. Okay, next, um, your relationship status. You can be single. You can be t partnered. You can be polyamorous. I don't, I don't care. Just go out there and love people. Just stop worrying about what people think about your relationship status. <laughs> doesn't matter. Um, okay, quantity of friends. That's another thing that we, I think that people really put a lot of worth into. It was like, well, I only have a couple of friends. Yeah, but are they really, like really special, good relationships, right? Like it's the quality of friends. And like, sometimes you're just like real, you're like, I think like when you don't have a lot of friends, honestly, to tell you the truth, I think what that shows is that you have a specific flavor in people that you really enjoy, right? And then if you do have a lot of friends, that's not bad either. I think that that really just shows that like you are, your personality and like your likes and things is really versatile. And like, you can like, you know, like you like the taste of many different personalities and like, that's great. Right. But that, so either way is not bad or, you know, it's not bad or good. It's just is right. So just know that about yourself and love that part. Social media status. Obviously this is like one that it kept popping up with like when I would like research about self-worth, this was like a hot topic. The social media status thing. Everybody was like, on this train about trying to figure out like how to let people know that like, because I think there's like this weird mind fucking thing happening with the social medias where like, and I, I know I do it too. Is like, I go on and I check like, Oh, who liked all my stuff today? Like, Oh, who's looking at me? Like, you know, it's like, because I think that it does this weird thing where it like makes us feel 
Like, it's like this, it's really fake, but it makes us feel like, oh, people like, what they like who I am. Because we're placing our stuff outside of us instead of, like, knowing, like, we're great no matter what. So, um, it's a real thing. I get it. Um, there's, like, so, if you want to go check it out, there's so many YouTube videos about making sure that you don't, um, you know, fall into that nasty trap of, like, I need other people to validate me and like me on my social media pages to know that I'm worth something. And I've been guilty of it too. I think it's just a natural mind head game that happens because it's built into that kind of machine. But just know, like, you don't have to play into it either. Like, now I'm, like, aware of it, right? And so, like, when I'm, like, going and looking at how many people like my stuff, I'm like, oh, girl, there you go. Stop. You know, just know, like, you're putting content. I'm putting, like, honestly, I'm putting content out because... I'm filled with so much joy and love for like the things that I'm like learning and the things that I'm like understanding. And I want to share that love. Like I want to share that joy and that happiness. And so then when I'm looking at the likes and stuff, I'm like, stop, like that's not what the purpose is. Right. Okay. And then your age, obviously, if you know, your age does not define your worth, like if you're younger or older, like everybody's worth the same amount. So that doesn't deter things or determine, I should say, sorry. Okay, well, that brings me to how to have healthy self-worth. Why can't I say self-worth? Is that like an omen to like (laughs) me? I don't know, me and my (laughs) self-worth that I can't say the word self-worth, worth. worth. Say it again, (laughs) self-worth. Say it really fast. Okay, back to business, people. Okay, so number one, uno, is respect yourself. Okay. Value your own thoughts. Don't allow the outside people and their opinions to control your respect for yourself. Um, This is super important. And I, you know, we could say it over and over again. I think I have a million quotes on my Instagram page about it. It's like, respect yourself. Don't just, you know, put your respect um, towards what you know and really the basis, you're enough, right? Um, honor your own principles and your moral code. If you're living off of your own moral code, nobody else's, right? I know we have a lot of little birds in our ears, especially with like media, social media, friends, people that you think are your friends that maybe really aren't your friends that are just, you know, they're not being healthy people to themselves even. If they're, if you're not living to your moral code and you're having to skew that for people around you or things around you, that's not having respect for yourself and, um, at night, you know, it's going to catch up. Like it's, I think that's the thing is like, I think you're going to lay down at night and it's going to be heavy on your heart. Right. And so, um, live your life with your, what you, for you personally. Right. And it can't, it doesn't have to be the same for anybody else. It doesn't even have to be the same for people that are closest to you. Right. But just knowing what principles and morals that are really like, important to you, follow those and, and have that respect for yourself that you're going to live, live with those because at the end of the day, it's you and you. Okay. Understand yourself and your values. So this is the thing that I think that we, again, if I think we fail to teach in our societies and cultures is we forget to really hone in on this like piece of knowing ourselves and getting familiar with like what you like and what you don't like. So I know for me personally, I grew up, uh, obviously as a young female and 
society and culture and my family all taught me that it was more important to focus on what they wanted, right? Like what everybody else around me wanted and to supply that to them. Because if I could supply that to them, if I could be pretty enough, if I could be sexy enough, if I could be good enough, if I could be smart enough or, you know, like do whatever my teachers wanted in class, right? If I was good enough for them, for them to tell me I'm good enough, then that's where the, that's where the money was at. That's where the, the magic happened. That's where people were nice to me. That's where people would give me what I wanted. Um, you know, it's like, it's like, that's how we teach people to get along in this world. And it's really backwards and it's really unhealthy because then you wake up one day like me, I woke up when I was in my late thirties till I was like 35, 36. And I was like looking around at my life and I was like, why, why do I do all these things that I don't want to do? Like, why am I living this life? Like with this stuff, like for what, you know? And it was because I was constantly trying to please every single person around me. I was literally like, what do you need? Oh, you're unhappy with me for this reason. Let me fix that for you. Oh, you want this like item? Oh, let me go there and buy it for you. You know, um, you want to be laughing all night while we're partying. Oh, let me tell all the jokes that I could possibly know. Right. It was always like what everybody wanted, but did like for one minute, did I ever like stop and like turn that in on myself and be like, okay, really, what do, what do I want? You know, I was just so used to, and I think we do that to our young females a lot where we like teach them that they should be nurturing and catering to everybody else around them instead of like, like reminding them like, no, it's first off, not your job to make everybody happy or to take care of or to nurse everybody right back to health. It's your job to know what feels good for you, what you like, what your interests are. If you can really like come back to thing to like knowing that about yourself, then you can make those decisions. Like when someone asks you, Hey, can you do this for me? Hey, do you want to build this with me? Hey, do you want to go party with me? Like, then you can know, like, um, like you might not know what's going to happen. Right. But you can know like, Oh, like, yeah, I like the energy you're giving off. Yeah. I want to follow that. Or, um, that sounds like stuff that I don't like to do. Like, no, I don't want to, I'm not interested, you know, or that doesn't really go with what, like my plan for my goals. No, I'm not into that. Right. So really knowing yourself, really focusing on what you want out of life. Um, that's important. And I think that we like, it's so simple, but again, we forget about it. Like we just don't do it. Right. Um, so then once you can understand what you like, understand what you don't like and you want to keep out. Right. Um, I think then it's time for you to clean house. Right. So it doesn't matter what age you are. Take a look around your life and look at like, do I like, um, associating with people that are, you know, unhealthy themselves or talking bad about people or playing into that unhealth for them. Like, yeah, I might love them, but do I want to enable that behavior from them? No. So since I don't want to sit around talking crap about people or listen to them talk crap about people, um, why don't I put up a boundary and just say, you know, like, I'm not interested in doing that with you anymore. And, you know, um, I love you. And I hope that, you know, that we can still remain friends, mean each other's lives, but this is where I'm at, right? Like this is what I decide I don't want to do anymore. I don't want to feel that lower energy um, when I when I hear you talking bad about other people, 
I've had to do that to a few people in my life, you know, and I've always been a big advocate of like your words, create your reality. Like you don't talk bad about other people because it just sets you up for like a negative relationship on every level. Right. But, um, I think as I like have started learning about this health and like, like, you know, even like the self-worth, they kept talking about the same thing is like, don't do that. Don't allow other people like that in your life. Don't talk like that, um, yourself because you're just setting yourself up for failure and, and enabling other people when you're like, Oh, well, I'm not doing it. Well, yeah. But if you're listening to it, you're, you're involved in it, right? You're like doing it. You're, it's not like you're not the one putting out that energy, but you're marinating in that energy and that energy is creating something, right? Um, so that's important. So put up those boundaries. So clean your house. Well, you know, figuratively clean that energy up. Like, um, you know, know your likes, know your dislikes and clean up, clean house. Okay. Then, um, after that, the, the biggest thing, um, that they talked about is watch how you speak. So I just went over that as an example for this previous thing of like knowing yourself and like actually living that out. But the next thing is like, take that into not just about like the way you speak of other people. I want you to know that speaking about yourself, even not just verbally out of your mouth, but like in your mind, like that mind chatter, that self-talk, um, your words create your reality, right? So whatever you are thinking is like a vibration, it's creating emotions and vibrations and throwing off chemicals in your body, right? And when you're thinking bad thoughts about yourself or when you're like judging yourself or feeling guilty, instead of like recognizing like, you know, life happens, we have to like, we have to fail so that we can know how to succeed, right? So not judging yourself when you make a mistake instead, you know, comforting yourself and parenting yourself in that way of like, you know what, you made that mistake and you know, now like you've lived it out and you don't feel good about it. Like it does not feel good to do what I just did. Like I just did that. It felt so crappy. It felt so shitty. Like I don't ever want to experience that again. So since I don't want to experience it that again, I'm not going to do it again. And I love myself through it. Like it's okay. Let's get up, dust off those knees and keep going but don't talk bad about yourself to yourself, to other people, or don't talk bad about other people. It's no bueno. Okay. Um, the next one is shift your focus to your strengths and your core gifts. So part of knowing your worth is really solidifying that I'm enoughness, right? And you can do that with like, like just knowing like, okay, I'm enough for so many things. So that thing that I haven't tried yet, I can do, right? So like, what are you good at? Like make lists, make a list of what you're good at. I know it sounds silly and so simple, but it's going to strengthen you knowing that I'm enoughness part. So what are you good at? Um, if you don't know, take a Clifton uh, strengths assessment. I would, I mean, some people were like suggesting that you could go out there and ask other people what you're good at, right? And that's cute. No, except, um, I think that <laughs> if you do that, we kind of get into that realm of like, giving that power away and like, like, see, they're going to know something that you don't know about yourself and it's okay to get compliments and things, but really I want to like more make this like an inner journey for you. So honestly, if you, if you don't know what you're good at, I, I think that start with that Clifton strengths assessment and then you'll know like, you know, Oh, I'm, I have this strength and I'm really good at this. And then you can play off of that. And then you can even like strengthen your weaknesses if you want. Like you can make this a whole thing. Um, take time to weekly reflect on your strengths and take time to, um, 
you know, to recognize that about yourself. When you do that, like you start to do that, like as like a task for yourself, then what will happen is you will end up, um, being really aware and it'll just kind of, then it'll be playing in your mind of like, oh, I can do this, right? I can, um, I can really look at these different like things in my life and, and just know automatically instead of like sometimes in the beginning when we're not sure of ourselves, when we're not like really aware of that I'm enoughness, we, um, we don't know how to really think about things like in a strong way. But if you can like make these lists and like reflect on it weekly, then it just becomes like on manual mode. Like then you just automatically know, you know what your strengths are and like you, cause you've made those pathways over and over again. Right. Um, and then another girl was suggesting writing down repeated affirmations about your strengths and impr imprinting them on your subconscious. So that's kind of another thing that you could do is like, uh, affirming, you know, affirming what, is really the truth, you know, even if you don't believe it yet yourself, affirming it over and over again. And that's where, you know, affirmations are super helpful. Um, the next one to um, make sure you have healthy self-worth is believe in yourself. Um, you should always be the first person, like I've said before, believe in yourself, be that first person to recognize your strengths. Nobody should be doing that for you. Like you should be the first person to know how, what an amazing artist you are, or, you know, like what an amazing Lego builder you are, or <laughs> what an amazing, um, podcaster you are. I'm really good at what I do. Right. <laughs> so knowing that and believing that in yourself, like you should be the first person, um, replace lim your limiting beliefs with positive beliefs. Um, because honestly, beliefs are just thoughts that we keep thinking. So if you think a thought enough, what happens in your brain is you create neural pathways. And when you think it in like many times over and over and repeat, what happens is you solidify and like, it's like, like just on like grass. Like if you walk on grass, if you walk in the same place over and over again, what happens, right? You create a path that is like, stronger and stronger and stronger every time it's walked on. Well, the same thing with your beliefs, right? So since we, um, can, we have kind of control over that, which is like really creepy and weird that we do, but since we have control over that, use that to your advantage. Like if you're not believing something in a right way, if you have like this belief that is like fucking you up, fucking you up in life, like thinking that you're not pretty or like, I don't know, like thinking you're bad at something when but that's not really true, right? Okay. Change it. So, okay. So for example, I did it myself. I did this whole like practice so that, you know, I could be a better person and know my worth more. And I'm not going to joke you. Like I was like, it felt so good to do this. So I wrote out like a whole list. And one of the things that I loved, so I'm going to share it with you guys. I'm going to get real vulnerable right now. <laughs> one of the things that happened is I said, I'm bad at relationships. That's like a belief I have is like, I looked around at so many failed relationships that I've had and, or that I've had to walk away from people because they were just really unhealthy. And I'm like, oh, just because I have so many like ones that I don't like, I'm not there with them anymore. It's like, I'm bad at it, right? It must be, that must be a sign that I'm bad at relationships. And then I had to write the positive, like the rewrite that script and what came out. Oh, so pretty. It was, um, I am the perfect me for any relationship. I'm exactly what the relationship needs. And it's true. Like if you can really like decode the fact that like, you, you know, we're not meant for everybody for a lifetime, that that's not even a thing. Right. And the truth of the matter is, is that people come into your life for so many different reasons and you might sometimes be the villain in their story, right? That might be the case, right? We all need villains, right? And 
if your heart isn't like the intention isn't to be the villain, like then that's just how it played out for them because that's the medicine they needed. Right. And so to know that and to remember that you love everyone and that that is where you come from. That's the basis of who you are and you are enough to be in any relationship. And I'm not going to be the perfect version of myself a year ago or now, or even maybe right before I die. I don't know. I don't know when the perfect version of myself is. Well, actually I do. I lie. It's right now in the present moment. And really if you think about it. You're not always going to be your best self. That's what I meant to say. You're not always going to be your best self. So if you weren't your best self in a moment that you look back on from the past, then just know that, um, it, it's because you were meant to be something different. Like you were meant to show something different. Like you can't go through life and not stumble and expect to learn. You have to stumble to and fall down to learn. And that's important. So rewriting those beliefs is really important. And like you can see, like just rewrite them in, in a way that, that not only can, that is like something that you can relate to. Cause I think that's, um, one of the girls was talking to me is like, if you try to rewrite and like affirm things that like, that's why affirmations can be na used negatively is if you like try to affirm it in something in the, like so far, like a quantum leap that you can't even believe it. Like, let's say you feel like you're ugly or something. I don't know. I'm just using this as a really simple example. If you think you're ugly and then you're like, I'm a supermodel superstar, right? Like you're not going to believe your brain is going to be like, okay, you're stupid. Cause you're not, you're looking at yourself and you don't think that you don't believe that. So that it's going to so far from what you think the truth is that it's not, you're not going to get there. You have to like neighbor it. So like you can start like with something simple, like if you think you're ugly, you'd be like, I, I love the shape of my eyebrows. And I, I think that's a beautiful piece of who I am, like a beautiful piece of my face and blah, 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 whatever. Right. And then the next time you'd be like, oh my gosh, my hair is complimenting my beautiful eyebrows. Oh, I love my hair. Right. And then you just go on and on and on. And then pretty soon you're like, oh my God, I'm so gorgeous. I can't even take it. Ugh, I can't even look in the mirror because I'm so pretty. Okay. That's what happens. It's literally baby steps. Like step stone. Go to step stone. Okay. The next thing is put yourself first. Our society, again, teaches this completely backwards. They always teach everybody to be doing things outward and, you know, like doing what everybody else needs. It's really, you can't take care of anybody else. If you don't take care of yourself, it's just like that age old thing where they're like the stewardess on the airplane. Like, remember, put your oxygen on yourself because you can't help the other person if you're trying to put it on and then you pass out. So you have to put yours on, then you can put on someone else's. And that's so true in every regard. Take care of yourself, put yourself as priority. You have to be full so you can fill someone up. It's like self-love and then love other people. Step one, self-love. And then step two, love other people. Okay. Repeat that. Um, oh, and this is another thing that's super important. Put yourself first because it's not selfish. It's essential. And if you have to play that on repeat, do it. It's essential. And it's not mean. And it's not, you're not like, like I used to always think that I was going to be a bad mom if I like put my priority first, like I'm the priority, but that's the problem with our society is we've taught that. That's why I think that I'm bad if I do that. But I realize like, if I'm not a happy mom, like if I'm doing things out of like, I'm like, like missing myself, then I'm not really doing it. You know, it's not right anyways for them. So they, I need to be, I need to be loving myself first and then loving them. Um, and usually hopefully the goal is, is that we like do that, right? Like we get to that level of like self, 
love before we can, you know, produce other little humans, but not everybody gets there and, you know, life happens the way it's supposed to. And but take today as your first step if, if you need to. Um, but then one thing to think about too, is like when you make yourself a priority, your worth can be felt like, so I noticed that that happened to me is that like, once I started like putting like myself in, as a priority and like how I felt and what I needed and you know, like what I needed to be happy, then everything else kind of like came more naturally, came more easy. And it just like, then I could understand, you know, like I could understand what I was putting out there and like what I was doing. And so a really good way to look at things is like, um, you have like a circle, right. And in the middle of the circle is you and then coming off of that circle, right. Is like all the extensions of you. So like, I'm a mom, I'm a partner, I'm a daughter, I'm, uh, you know, like whatever, like a employee, I'm, you know, all these things, an author, everything. But if you take away that middle piece, all those other things fall and they crash because they're coming off of the middle, right? So that middle piece has to be thriving and strong or those other things can't exist. They don't exist if the middle isn't strong. And so know that, that if you have to like think of it in that terms of like all those other things that I'm trying to do doesn't get, I don't ever, it's not real. I can't do them real. I can't have a real, I can't be a real mom if I'm not a real me, right? It doesn't work. So just know that. Okay, next, hold your power and don't give away your power to anybody. So um, making sure that you're not putting like your worth into other people, the opinions or hands of anybody else. So I think what we do on repeat, I see this, I saw it in myself and I see it in other people a lot is like we will care about what other people think. Unhealthy sign, right? It's not a, not a healthy thing to worry about what anyone else thinks but you. But I think we do it. Um, just cause I think it's like kind of like taught in our societies. And so since we do that, it's like, what does that do? Every time that I like say like, oh, that person, what they believe about me is more important than what I believe about myself. Right. That lowers like our worth of like saying like, we're, they're more important than us. And it's not true. Right. You know yourself more. You are, you're the creator of this life for you. So don't get that away to anybody else. Nobody's opinion or what they say or think of you should be any higher rank than what you know inside yourself. And if you don't know yourself, go get to know yourself. Um, one thing to think of is that people are going to try to steal this power from you. Like it's very common and people do it all the time on repeat because usually they want something, right? They, they have a motive, a selfish motive, which um, it's an, usually an unhealthy motive. Um, so manipulators will try this. They'll, they'll try to devalue your worth. And one lady described it really well. She was like, okay, it's like this. It's like, you're a car, right? And the other person's going to walk up to you and look at you, at you being this car and, and be like, oh, you know, you got a scratch over here on this and you got a dent on this fender and you know, the rims, like there's better rims out there than these ones, you know? And, um, so yeah, I'm, I don't really think that this car is worth, you know, it's not worth much. So, you know, like $20,000 is the max that this is worth when really that car is like a $40,000 car, even with the dent and the scratch and the so-called not cool rims. Right. But that's the thing is if you know your true value and your true worth of who you are and like what you're capable of, like 
someone could come along and tell you you're worth $20,000 and you're going to laugh in their face, right? But it's when you don't really value yourself and you don't feel good about yourself that you're literally going to be like, are you serious? Like, I'm not pretty. And I'm not joking you. Like, it's, there's people like this all over the place that are literally wanting to make you so small so that they can tap into you, so that they can exploit you, so they can use you, so they can have sex with you, so they can, whatever the reason, right? Whatever benefits them, they're going to do it. And it's sad to think that there's people like this out there, right? But it's true. And so if you, like I, anybody listening, I want you to just know that you're valuable and you're amazing and there's going to be people out there that want what you have, right? And because they, you know, beauty is beauty and they're going to want to take that and they're going to want to use that and they're going to see that and touch it, right? But don't just give that away to just anyone. Like you should, you should love yourself enough to know how valuable it is and just know that you want to give it to people that can give back to you and not just you, you know, give that away for free. Okay. Next is, um, standards and your worth are directly connected to one another. So people who have low standards have, um, low worth, they view themselves as low. So just knowing that like the healthier you are, the the higher your standards are going to be right. Because you're going to recognize like the truth of who you really are and the the amazing things that you're capable of. And then you're going to be like, yeah, well, really then my true desire is to have someone who can be in a healthy relationship with me and talk kindly to me and be monogamous if that's what I desire or whatever, right? And you're going to have those standards to be really to what you desire versus what you think your worth is. So make sure that you're putting your standards the right place and making them healthy and just knowing, starting with knowing that you're worth it and then placing those standards high. Okay. Um, all right. So then the next is taking action on your goals and desires. And this is a really important one because I think oftentimes we'll have like dreams and desires and like sometimes they're really big, right? And they're full of energy and full of love and, and they seem so far away that we're like from where we're standing that we say, I'm not, Oh, that place is so far to like getting there seems really far. So I'm not, I'm not up for the the adventure. I'm not up for the journey. I'm not up for the task. And because I don't think I can make it, you know? And one thing that I have to say is like, you know, they have all those quotes of like, you know, like better, it's a better life to, you know, try than to, to sit, you know, wondering what if, right. Um, and it's true. Like we didn't come here just to sit around and, and have it easy and have everything be comfortable. I think that we came here to like get our hands dirty and our feet dirty and have things get messy sometimes and have things be hard and, you know, like not always be living in a castle. Sometimes we're sleeping on a mattress on the floor and being like, what the fuck? But that's part of the journey, right? You're like, and then one day you wake up in a mansion and you're like, oh my God, I remember when I was sleeping on that mattress and like, what the hell now? Look at me. When you Look at me. Look at me. Right. And it's true because I think that like that time on the mattress is like important, right? You, you realized a lot about yourself and it like brought so many, so much awareness and so much awareness about the world and yourself. And you wouldn't be the same if you were just always in the castle. Like, like I really believe that everything has its place and 
And so even though the journey might look like daunting and hard, I really think it's important to, um, I really think it's important to, to go after the things because once you put your worth in the right place and like know that your standards should be high and because it's like knowing where like that you are that enoughness coming and then doing the things that you came here to do, live out your life, live out your dreams, your wants and your likes, build your life with all of the wants and the likes. Okay. So that was really what I had. Um, I wanted to leave you with a quote that I found was really beautiful. And I've said it so many times throughout my life of like when I really just had to hone in on the truth of something. And especially when you like have, you know, other people involved in your life, I think it's really important to remind yourself of this. And the quote goes, everything starts and ends between you and you. And so just remember that this worth piece is about you and just recognizing you and knowing you. And, um, I love you. All right. Hope you have a wonderful day and go out there and recognize your worth. All right.